Well, hey, man. Hey, bro. Cheers. Cheers, my man. Blink, blink. What you drinking? That's a nice looking bevy. This is called Juice Force. Juice Force. IPA? It is, but it has like a lot of orange juice in it. Um, so I'm getting my vitamin C. Yeah. You're, you're st- I'm, I'm just a health nut. I'm just a health nut. <laughs> health nut. You've always been, you've always been all about your immune system. Keeping it going. <laughs> I had to stretch out before I sat on the floor today. Because like my <laughs> hip will just pop out of socket every once in a while. I had like the worst back pain and like hip pain lately. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just, wow. I'm just getting so old. <laughs> I, need to, I need to sort something out. I don't know. You um, know it, in the wintertime you get your vitamin D, you can drink a milk stout, you know? So, Oh, okay. Vitamin, yeah. Vitamin D intake. <laughs> oh, for, I thought you meant for the calcium or whatever. Oh, wait, milk. Vitamin D. <laughs> We're not actually, doctors on Sippin' Mimos. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh, by the way, welcome back to Sippin' Mimos. Welcome uh, back to Sippin' Mimos. Uh, I, I'm Elliot. And I'm Jake. And this is the internet's premier, citru- oftentimes citrus-based libation podcast. And, oh, yeah, you're cr- that's right. Nice. Citrus-based beer tonight. <laughs> Where Elliot and I uh, pick out an album each episode and dissect it and talk about it um uh alongside a lot of other different things that, that we find interesting uh correct thank you for tuning in elliot how have you been Woo! i've been all right man been all right been all right been yeah all right all right all right i've been all right three times correct uh yeah um we had a little break in the hot weather and we got a crazy thunderstorm last night uh, uh did you hear that it was awesome. I know it's like it's a Texas cold front. It, it's eighty nine degrees today. I love it. Okay. Oh, it's freezing. I put my parka on, uh, <laughs> and I, I sat out I sat out front and watched the lightning. It was really lovely. It was very cool. Uh, how you been, man? You know, like been doing oh. well. Um, right. No, I was just like, like that's something you know, like uh, for those that uh, aren't familiar with, like you know, Texas summers. They're oftentimes very intense and any occasion of rain it's like christmas morning in a lot of ways like i mm. i went and looked out the window and you know cracked the window and smelt the rain it was it was quite lovely and such a welcome change from the triple digits yeah every time it rains in uh in austin uh summer a demon gets its wings <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true. A rain demon. Yeah. Yeah, a rain demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, metal band. Rain demon. You'd spell rain R-E-I-G-N. <laughs> oh, that's oh god damn it. That's a great punch up. Rain that's, demon. That's actually really cool. That could be like our like Super Mimo side project band. What about Demon Rain? Like Demon Rain with the R-E-I. I like I think I like that better. Do you? All right. Demon. Well, I I I hit it. I tennis balled it right across back defense to you. Demon so. rain. Demon rain. We're off to a loosey goosey start. I love it. Uh, uh, Jake, how you been? Have you, have you, have you, I'm going to get ahead of you when you always ask me this. Have you 
seen, tasted, uh, farted, um, swallowed, punched, uh, fought, um, fell on down on anything cool lately? Um, <laughs> recently, I don't know why, but I went through a really big Tom Cruise phase. Was Maverick came out? Oh, 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 yes. That's that's what prompted it. Um, but <laughs> my fiance had never seen Top Gun, so I okay. said, babe, "Babe, we gotta see Top Gun. We gotta watch Top Gun, babe." And it was perfect mm-hmm. too, uh, because we just finished watching Stranger Things, so it's like kind of in that eighties, um, that eighties just kind of uh, uh, danger zone uh, to make uh, Kenny Loggins, Kenny Loggins fun. Loggins? Um, is it Loggins or Loggins? Loggins. Loggins is the thing that you take for your your sore throat, right? Lodgin is like when you're inside of a cabin for a weekend. I'm I'm no, in that lodge. That that's when you're trying <laughs> to sign into your internet program. <laughs> Lozenge is a is a is a is a, is a cough drop. That's it. Call, that's it. Is cough drop a is it is that a um like a regional phrase? Cough drop, cough drop, cough drop. We we would always call the uh, throat lozenges cough drops. And uh, when I was a kid, see, we call them coffee pills. Or coffee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I could I could make the job. I meant to say cough pills. Man, we're like. Five minutes in it's not wrong no we're fine it's great by the time we get to by the time we get to today's album we're gonna be like cry singing waterfalls spoilers Stop it. um uh <laughs> oh but anyways you watched a couple of tom cruise movies what yeah so um did top gun fantastic um uh, i also went to kind of like a mini michael mann phase as well yeah um, did you ever see Thief with, uh, it's uh, James Caan, um, Jim Belushi, and Willie Nelson? No. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, it's from, like, I think 1980. It's one, of, it's one of man's first movies. Just amazing, amazing story. Amazing soundtrack by Tangerine Dream. One of man's first movies. Man's <laughs> Um, um, wait, uh, Tangerine Dream though that 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 that's across that crosses my plate. Okay, that's cool. It, it's killer. Uh, total total recommend. Right on. Um, thief, thief, thief. Yeah, the uh, the artwork is is killer for it. I the poster. Um, Jim Belushi. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Very curious. Um, and then uh, Collateral. Talk about Michael Mann. Did you ever oh see hell that? yeah. Um, wait, Cruise and Fox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd never, I remember when that one came out and being like, wait, Tom Cruise is the bad guy, like, what, what, you know, like, yeah, I thought that was very because up until that, I really only saw him as a bad guy in like, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, yeah, I've never seen Interview with the Vampire all the way through. That one's a trip. It's. I, I'll just say I've never seen it. I, I know what it is. I've seen like scenes of it or something like that. I don't know Brad Pitt's in it or whatever. I don't know. And then Antonio Banderas. Oh, of course. So just like a I mean, handsome, handsome fest. 
oh oh yeah it's it's a beef it's like a beefcake mountain it's just <laughs> beefcake mountain oh yeah that's a, that's the other band name um <laughs> i thought it, i thought that may be our episode title but okay oh i like that <laughs> um but no just uh yeah doing my do my little my my cruise-a-thon and uh we call it going cruising going cruising um yeah and then we one other a couple other things but i'll save them after for after i hear what you've been into lately oh man um uh i i did watch all uh, stranger things um but I've, I've i've seen a bunch of movies um i've just gone on to the movies a bit um did you see um well i, I certainly saw top gun maverick um which which i uh I think I is. I don't think I. There was a moment I didn't have tears in my eyes the entire time through. Wow! Like, I, I just I kind of loved it, and um. <laughs> what? what like, I've heard a lot of people have that reaction. What What was it about Maverick that affected you that way? Okay, like well, like, well, I hadn't seen the original in a long time. I ha- I haven't seen the original in a long time, it, but like, I remember it, of course. Yeah. And then like it opens with Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer logo with like a lightning on the tree and all this and i'm oh, like yeah. oh wow and then like and then it opens with like the the same exact font as the um and i noticed these things because I'm, I'm a designer of sorts and and i and like and you just hear the wow and like it's almost shot for shot like the same um and i was like oh and like the the font's there and it looks like it's shot on film and like, and then like, um, and then it like a record needle right into danger zone. And I'm like, Oh, this is fucking great. And then it, it, the opening sequence, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but like it's Tom Cruise getting into a, like a ship that goes crazy fast. And he's, he's like approaching like an insane speed. And he, he, he just, you know, to himself, just goes, talk to me, goose. And I started tearing up. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and, I'm like, and, and I didn't let up for the entire movie. Jennifer Connelly is in it, and she looks amazing. I know. I know Jennifer Connelly is like, forget it. I, I can't even. I'll cry talking about her. But um, <laughs> as a, I'll cry talking about her as a person because I respect her so much, damn it. But I really enjoyed the shit out of that. Uh, but then, uh, but uh, I went inside the theaters and like during the trailers, a guy sits next to me and um, <laughs> that's at the Alamo and, you know, they serve beer there and all that. And the, Al- the Alamo server turns to the guy next to me and he's like, hey, man, you've had like a lot to drink. This is during the trailers. <laughs> They're telling the guy next to you this? They're telling the guy, the stranger that's sitting next to me, hey, man, are you okay? We might have to cut you off. <laughs> And I'm like, how long have you been here, man? <laughs> like, the movie hasn't even started yet. Um, he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And so they're like, all right. We got a you know, two and a half hour movie to watch. So he'll sober up, I guess. Uh, they, they, Would you like some water? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this, this guy ended up being my best buddy for the entire movie. <laughs> we, were having, <laughs> we were having so much fun. Um, like, during the, the, there's like a beach volleyball scene, of course, because you have to. Um, his girlfriend leaves and goes to the bathroom. He's like, oh, she's going to be mad. She missed this. <laughs> like, cause like, all these shredded dudes, like 
throwing a football or whatever. I think it's football. And then like there's a scene where like you know one of the jets like is missile locked, and we and like uh, there's like, a missile after the jet, and uh, we both turn to each other in the middle of the theater. <laughs> and both just go flares at the same time, <laughs> and then in the movie they go flares, <laughs> shoot flares <laughs> to take care of the missiles. Oh, we had a good old good old time. Good old time at the drunken movies. <laughs> I, I took care of him. I made sure he was all right and all that. It was fine. But at, at the end of the day, I was like, hey, man, you were a good stranger movie partner to hang out next to. I had a really good time there. Um, uh, beyond that, I saw um, everything, everywhere, all at once. We talked about wanting to see it, but not, that, not having seen it yet. Um, I finally saw it, Jake. That good? It is transcendent. It's wow. one of the best movies I've maybe ever seen. Uh, and certainly one of the best movies I've ever seen in this, uh, in this you know, short, ridiculous decade we've had. And, and in the best, I don't know, eight years. It is, it is truly, truly incredible. Like, uh, that, that it's a, that's, 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 that's high praise. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It is beautiful. It's directed by Daniels, the same guy that is same guys that did um, Swiss Army Man. It's weird and it's hilarious. It's like it's it's, it's um, heartfelt and the action's insane. It's it's, it's fucking awesome. I, I I I insist you see it. I really really want to see it. Um, it's a uh, it Michelle Yao or Michelle, Michelle Yao. I, 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 she's wonderful. Um, I love her in Crazy Rich Asians. Um, she like kind of stole the show in Shang-Chi, you know, and I did not realize this, but she is kind of like in my movie life uh, for as long as I can remember uh, because she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Of course. And then I think uh, one of the, one of the Brosnan uh, tomorrow never dies james bond is that right yeah i, I just like i, I it's just it, it's like one of those like one of those actors that you know has been like consistently like crushing it and just you know and you find out they've been in all these like fantastic movies throughout your life and it's just like that's amazing so i i really really want to see it i every time i would see a trailer for that um I, my mind would just be completely blown so i'm really excited to hopefully see it think it i think it's streaming right now please jake and listeners oh my god oh. If, if it if it costs five bucks on amazon i'll i'll demo you right now i swear to god um like i'm not even kidding you it, you've famously done that before i, I remember i forget what movie it was <laughs> what did i demo you <laughs> it was well it was for it wasn't for me because i'd seen it but you were talking to like a friend and you were just like you haven't seen, I think it was in our group chat and you're like, you haven't seen it. I just want you $5. Go watch it. <laughs> when, when, it, when there's a movie that like, I insist upon people watching and I, I guess I know it's going to better them as a human being. <laughs> I, I'm not even Oh God. It's so good. Yeah. She, she was in gardens of the galaxy too. Looks like. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't like she. She came up in like the six. Michelle Yao came up in the sixties and like I don't know seventies, like with like Jackie Chan movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And she became like 
f- a formidable fucking because she was like a dancer and then like and got into the like, kung fu of it all and martial arts and all that and she's just amazing and now she you know she's older and she's like well i guess i'm done but like these daniels the the, the daniels the directors of this movie it's like what started writing this multiverse movie you know i tried to explain it to my stepdad and he's like i don't like all that sci-fi nonsense but it's not it's not that at all you know it's not it's not multiverse of madness. It's not like up its own ass about the sci-fi of it all and the rules. It's just like, this is a story about a family and some of them might be multiversal gods <laughs> and, and they have to figure the shit out um, while also running a laundromat. It's fucking fantastic. It's got uh, James Hong in it, right? Uh, he was, we, we talk about Wayne's world just about every other episode. Um, oh, the, the father. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the grandpa on this one. Yeah. And he's really good, I, too. Holy shit. Actually, I'd never seen Blade Runner. And mm-hmm. so I started watching that recently. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Okay. Damn movie. Have you seen, you, you, you've seen that one, right? Okay. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I feel, uh, <laughs> this is why we have this show together, because we can we, share these things with each other. We can talk Blade Runner. Um, I have not seen it all the way through because God damn, it's a sludge. Like, uh, did, you, did you watch it in one night? No, <laughs> I watched about an hour and then I uh, had to go take a walk. Um, yeah, like, ugh. I think it's really in- incredibly shot. Um, of course, I think it's you know Ridley Scott. You know, so it's it's like you might say you, you might you might say it's Ridley shot. Ridley, oh, I like that. Maybe maybe that could be the episode title. Ridley shot, <laughs> not Beefcake Mountain. Um, no, it's and it's kind of like everything he did in the like the, on the Nostromo, but in the city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, and Harrison Ford, who I just you know I would watch Harrison Ford, great cheese. I love him. Um, great cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you want you, you want you want to hear my impression of Harrison Ford grating cheese? Let's hear it. No, it was fucking cheese. Green <laughs> cheese. We're, we're talking. I was talking to you. Okay. 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 I was in Blade Runner. All right, that's it. That was a really good Harrison Ford. <laughs> I get one impression of an episode. Do you, do you ever do that when you're like when you're like alone uh, or, or you're like driving in the car and you're just like you try to do like um you try to like nail like a famous accent and you're just kind of like oh sure and then you do and then no one's around it's kind of like the tree falling in the forest if i'm near tangerines i'm always like the size of a tangerine (laughs) (laughs) how can i not (laughs) how can i not do that the size of a tangerine that's we should end the episode right there that's 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 brilliant We, we burned the jungle to the ground Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I did, but I tell you though. I actually I saw something today. I don't know how true it is, but it said um, Christian Bale would return to play Bruce Wayne only if Christopher Nolan asked him to. Yeah, that 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 checks. I also saw a thing about him because he's in Love and Thunder, right? He's in the he's the villain in Love and Thunder, the new yeah. Thor movie. Gore, he, the God Butcher. Oh, that comes out in like a couple weeks uh, as of recording and. Uh, uh, you got my 15 bucks. Um, oh. I'm going to see the oh. shit out of that. 
Um, we're gonna have to talk about that. Um, but the, but <laughs> someone had to tell him what the MCU was. Like, oh, so you're in the MCU? He's like, what? <laughs> he didn't know what it was. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. I kind of love that though. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, I don't I need Christian Bale being to. You need, I don't think he needs to watch 38 movies to know to be influenced by them. I saw this thing where he was like, yeah, like I, I saw a couple mentions of him or articles where that you know were tweeted about him. And the, the other thing was, I guess, because he's probably doing press for for Thor. Sure. Um, the other thing was like, he was like, I don't watch the movies of the director that's that's like keanu doing a bad english accent. no no that's not that's not a bad christian bell go ahead keep going he's like i don't watch the movies of the directors i'm in i you know i don't and maybe i'll watch one of them <laughs> that's like keanu. that's like keanu doing jonathan harker no it's not bad at all dude that's like, pretty close to christian bell yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he's. I, I just don't think he watches much as a lot of movies. I think he's just an actor, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of love Christian Bale. He's, he's oh, cool. forget it. I can't wait. Um, speaking of Disney Plus, have you started Obi Wan yet? Um, I haven't started uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I haven't started Bad Batch. I haven't started Book of Boba Fett. I've gotten like a couple episodes into. Mandalorian. I am way behind on the Star Wars shows. I essentially just have not watched any of them. What'd you think about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jake? It's the best of the three. Um, Whoa, really? It's the best of Mandalorian, um, Boba, Boba Fett, and, and, and it, yeah, it's, it's killer. Um, baby, uh, Grogu, aka Baby Yoda, I think. Baby Yoda, yeah. Uh, absolutely adorable. Um, I will buy a stuffed animal of that character, hundred um, percent. But Keno- but Kenobi is better. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, you uh, and we just you know is magnetic, you know. And wow. uh, honestly, Hayden Christensen, yeah, it, it's kind of awesome to see him step into that role. Love that. Oh, but yeah, Kenobi, cool. totally recommend. I won't spoil anything. Um, okay. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Jake, have you ever heard about a movie called RRR? No, but you, you said this in our group chat and I was not familiar with it. I thought it was this. I thought you, you were getting into the Randy Rogers band. Um, they're a <laughs> country group. And I was like, all right, right on Elliot. And then, uh, <laughs> No, but tell me about this. It might surprise you that I wasn't talking about the Randy Rogers band. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about this film called RRR. It's an Indian movie. It's currently on Netflix. It's the biggest movie on the other side of the hemisphere, or the other hemisphere. Um, it's RRR, uh, uh, Rise, Roar, Revolt. <laughs> it's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's awesome. It's awesome. After you finish watching everything everywhere all at once, please watch RRR. It's Bonkaroonies. <laughs> Everything's dot up to 13. It's crazy. The, the action is insane. Um, the romance is insane. The humor is hilarious. 
the dancing and the singing is is next level. It is a, uh, I believe it's actually technically a Tollywood movie, not a Bollywood movie. It's oh, you know, in, in these films. Uh, but it, it's it's shot m- majestically. It is beautiful. It's like two of the biggest stars in India and with directed by the biggest director in India. Um, and all their initials spell out RRR. Uh, so it's kind of like, it's like the end game of fucking Tollywood movies. Yeah. Uh, so it is a big ass deal and it's so goddamn fun. And I d- deeply, deeply highly recommend it. Awesome. My- I love that it's on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 long. And it's it's three hours long, and you feel it because like the the, the act structure. <laughs> so so to, to take breaks, blah blah blah. But it's so fucking cool. Awesome. It's very cool. It's very cool. I've che- I've checked it out. The the poster looks absolutely bonkers, but I love it. <laughs> um, but you uh the other one we mentioned it briefly, but uh that new Thor. Love uh-huh. I'm so excited for that. Like we um we went to go see Elvis on Sunday. Uh wasn't my favorite movie ever, but we got to see this preview for this Thor movie. And you know, uh may have mentioned Guns N' Roses on the show before. Um mm-hmm. but I have Sweet Child of Mine is one of my favorite songs ever, and it's constantly featured in that trailer and I get the goosies every time I hear it. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, I that I I can describe I, I just watching that trailer, it makes me I can only describe it maybe in in three ways. I think it looks uh-huh. I think it looks crazy. Uh-huh. I think, you know, you got a Hemsworth in it, so I think it, it looks sexy. Uh-huh. God damn, the way that movie is shot, I think it looks cool as hell. Are you ready to talk about TLC? I sure am, Jake. Here Let's... we go. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> no, we're leaving all that in. All right. <laughs> Here, Here we go. go. <laughs> My album this week was uh, TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool, released in 1994. 94. Uh, man. Elliot, what did you think of Crazy Sexy Cool? I thought it was all right. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I dug it. You know, I, I remember, remember this stuff uh, being inescapable when it came out. Um, of course, I remember Creep and Waterfalls. Um, I really dug the uh, uh, all the, the horn 
blares and like, like you know, uh, like yeah, and like the, the kind of that kind of funky jazziness to it, and then like, and then waterfalls has some like really great like snare rolls, don't go like come on, like really really good stuff, um, and then I had I had listened to the whole album of course, crazy sexy cool, but I found some hidden gems on here man. But, but uh, I dug it. I dug it. I dug it. These ladies can harmonize and they can sing uh, their, you know, butts off. It's got a lot of. It's it's very. It's a very sexy album. It's it's also quite humorous and like they even like have like comedic interludes and stuff like that, which I really dug. The production's quite, uh, a bit raw for my tastes. Like um, the those nine oh nines and all that are like they're right there in the mix. Which is yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's just I think it's part of the the era, uh, so it's like almost minimal design, minimal uh, production. But like uh, I dug it as as a, as a body of work. I'm like okay, interesting, interesting, and, and quite a sign of times. And I couldn't help but wonder like you know like how much of this w- was what these ladies were going through, or and, and what I talk about, and how much was you know producer influenced, of course, and like um, and who was writing these tunes, of course, Doug. Creep, uh, of course, Doug Waterfalls uh, really jammed on Switch, the track Switch with that, that um, mix, yeah. Mr. Big Stuff sample. I really yeah. like that a lot. That was a cool. That was a cool idea. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I um, you know, I, you know, growing up in the '90s, you kind of you kind of said it best. Like this stuff, uh, this album TLC, they're kind of. Uh, you couldn't escape them, you know, and that's not a bad thing. I can remember watching the music video for Creep where they're, you know, they're they're dancing in like satin pajamas. So I was about six or seven when this one dropped and I can remember clearly watching those music videos. They're very sexy, very, very like... Crazy and cool. Exactly. You know, it's like they were onto something. Um, but yeah, and I just remember being like, being a little kid and being like... Like, you know, <laughs> it was something I remember, you know, damn near 28 years later, you know, oh. vividly. Um, and of course, like the music video for for Waterfalls, I remember as well, because I remember the, you know, it's it was a very clear story, storyline. You know, it was the young, the young kid who was getting involved with like drugs, you know, mm-hmm. and his, I remember so clear, his mom was like, begging him not to go out you know but he told his mom no and he ends up you know getting killed i remember like being a kid and seeing that and being like oh my god that's that's terrifying and then of course um the other the other story being told in the song was a, a guy who passed away from hiv um huh? and i remember seeing in the video it's, it's like man it's, it's so wild how your memory just like there's just some things that are just so kind of like talking about like like Lenny Kravitz or Ray of Light just like these music videos um, are so just ingrained into my memory I remember in the Waterfalls music video it's a couple and they're rolling around in bed you know and then the, the guy or the girl has a condom in her hand and he throws the condom away Oh. and I remember seeing that and being like oh what, you know like and then and then he looks in the mirror and he's like looking at his eyes and then he disappears and the girl disappears like they pass away um probably like one of my favorite music videos of all time which i in my research 
found out found out that um, the music video was shot by uh, F. Gary Gray, uh, who also directed Straight Outta Compton, Ice Cube, the Ice Cube Chris Tucker movie Friday. How about that? And then, of course, when they turned into the when they turned into water. This is one. Yeah, yeah. The early '90s effects of water morphing into them. Yeah. Yeah. They got big pants on all that. I, I rewatched yeah. it too. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this the red album. You know, gosh, you know, more than half my life. You know, with like the, that red that red orange album with the white eyes. Yes, the white eyes. You know, and it's quite, it's quite striking. I saw it the other day at the record store. I know. I I almost picked. I almost bought. So, spoiler alert. I would buy the vinyl. Um, oh. I think there are some bangers on there. I almost bought it today, but I picked up an album by next episode's band. Uh, so, <laughs> Ooh, uh, I love that. Uh, and I was uh, on a budget. <laughs> um, aren't we all? Aren't we all? But I'll, yeah. but I'll go back to to buy Crazy Sexy Cool. There's so many the the imagery, the album cover, the um, the waterfalls and music. Which I also learned the lake that they shot waterfalls was actually the same lake that they shot jaws in wait what that was an actual place it yeah like it was a... okay yeah <laughs> uh, far out this one was released on november 15th 1994 so this can be celebrated um 28th anniversary this fall 94 is produced by legendary producers babyface sean puffy combs <laughs> jermaine dupree uh, Dallas Austin, amongst others. The album is 12 times platinum uh, in the United States. Uh, Crazy. And has sold 23... Sexy cool. <laughs> and has sold oh. 23 million <laughs> copies worldwide. All right. Uh, and this is all from the, the you know, kind of like cold from the Wikipedia page, but the album saw the band or the, uh, go on to become the first girl group to ever be awarded diamond status which is pretty amazing. What's diamond status? So when something goes diamond, it means that it sold 10 million units. What's platinum? Platinum, I think is 1 million? No, that's an, that's an American Airlines. <laughs> like, what is platinum? <laughs> we're, we're, allow, we're now allowing all our diamond members and members of TLC to board <laughs> first. <laughs> Um, so this album saw TLC, um, become the first girl group to ever be awarded diamond status. So diamond diamond, status. Yeah. So, or, uh, the Emma Frost status, if you will. Um, Oh, (laughs) deep X-Men cuts, deep, deep cut on the X-Men. Um, um, so diamond status, if you're curious, that means 10 million units were sold. Um, below that is platinum, which means 1 million units were sold. Uh, and gold, and now if an album go, goes gold, that means uh, 500,000 units were sold. Wow. So okay. Staggering numbers. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Okay. Far out. It's the first um, uh, group of women to ever approach uh, to to get diamond status. Yes. Crazy. And uh, do they still hold that? Or are there others? I imagine there's others I know. Well, as far as groups go, I don't groups. know. Okay, yeah, yeah, groups. groups. I, I, perhaps Madonna, maybe, but like, but... Um, I think Adele 
is certain but look at that stone. Yeah, but like groups though. Yeah. I know um oh, wow. PLC is the um greatest selling uh female group in American history. Crazy. Sexy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so yeah, I just um another cool thing about so the group is from Atlanta. Um and Actually, I didn't realize this. This album features a lot of really prominent Atlanta vocalists and MCs, particularly mm -hmm. CeeLo Green singing backing vocals on Waterfalls. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite MCs, uh, Andre 3000. Andre's on there, yeah. I love Andre. He does, uh, he does the intro verse to Something Wicked This Way Comes, the album's closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about um, if I was your girlfriend. If I was your girlfriend? Because um, I looked, I, I did deep dive into this one, and it appears that Prince wrote it. Yes, it's a cover. It's a cover of a Prince tune. Yes. Okay. And, and um, uh, okay, because uh, it's awesome, and I uh, <laughs> and I, I looked at the Prince version. And I you know saw, I, you know saw that, and then I listened to that, and uh, which is awesome. Also, of a, a, a 90s band of mine that's a favorite of mine, Eels covered it. I remember Eels. I love Eels. I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they covered it too. And um, so, so that was a nice little uh, gem in here that I really dug. I think it's really, really special because Prince, from what I understand, he did not let just anyone cover his stuff. Oh, he's real protective of his work, yeah. Very, yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there are some. I mean, of course, creep is just insane, and then waterfalls. If you want, if you want to put in the top twenty, I would say maybe top ten singles of the nineties. It's just Ooh, that's bold. But you you have uh, let's see. So I really like kick your game. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I wrote that one down. I thought the the, the little ding 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 little sample. I was like, is that Tears for Fears shout? Um, oh. Sample, I couldn't find anywhere, but it sounds really close to it. Okay. Uh, I, li I really like Digging on You, uh, Case of the Fake People, and then had to have my handkerchief out and dab my, dab the sweat from my forehead after listening to Red Light Special. Yeah. That's a steamy song. Yeah. Are they, are they from uh, downtown Atlanta? Uh, oh, well, you caught that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rewind. What do you? What, what do you think I mean? Oh, <laughs> the, the lyric. <laughs> Dude, that was, and I think it's one of the really, you know, kind of like in my final thoughts on, on "Crazy Sexy Cool." I think that's what like really, really makes this album special. Is that like, you know, they're singing songs about sensuality. They're singing songs about sex and empowerment and they're bringing attention yeah. to aids you know and 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 violence in a lot of ways um but i think because they, they were they were going through some stuff at the time too uh, i know lisa lopez was exactly yeah and it, and i just i kind of did some research i kind of I, I know a lot of the a lot of the tlc story tends tends to kind of focus on lisa left eye lopez r.i.p um yeah because she you know, she 
you know, had her struggles and and went through went through some some tough times for sure. And it, and um, but having said that, I mean, what a what an MC, you know, like there's no rapper that sounds like her. Like maybe like you listen to her and then you and you listen to like like Nicki Minaj and you mm-hmm. can hear Lisa Lefa Lopez in even, you know, today, thir- 30 years after debuting, you know, and what a talent and um and but uh but yeah, it's just this album really touches on a lot of really amazing things. Uh, red light special super sensual if i if yeah you pour yourself a nice glass of whiskey light a candle and just you know enjoy that one <laughs> light a candle and put this shit on holy god like and i don't know maybe maybe just like hey you know it'd be fun you know it, to say this to your lady friend like come over and watch tlc videos because there's like just these shredded dudes like their shirts off dancing around them and like worshiping them and all that and like and like that's kind of cool especially for 94 when it was all like you know just butts in people's faces and shit like that like like this is they, they took it back man and like they like, like no we're doing that too motherfucker and i think that's very cool very i think it's happy. very cool absolutely yeah. honestly like with red light special even you know no matter who you're into you can put that one on and that one is like truth Rock, that's that's rock and roll. Um, Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, I um, I really enjoyed getting to listen to this one. I I, I totally understand what you're saying about like some of the mixing issues, uh, especially I think when like when T Boz sings, um, she gets kind of like lost in the mix, kind of mm. buried. Mm. I love those horns. So am, I actually learned. So this is this album is like a combination of like. Billy's Soul, um, which is which are those horns, and New Jack Swing, which is kind of like that hip hop influence R and B. Okay. Um, which I you know I just think is fascinating, and I really would like to you know dive into that genre because I think it's you know it's really cool. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Crazy and sexy too. It's sexy. It's shit. And, and there's some there's something about like these strong empowered women harmonizing together. And talking about shit with with such confidence and it's just like yeah and these these you know these lower type of beats and like you know however high they are in the mix or whatever it just it it works and there's you know of course this this went you know diamond yeah. I, I think it's fantastic that it did that's awesome so would you would you spin some tlc would you would you pick up a single or the vinyl and you drop it on one of your shows i'll grab the vinyl hell yeah oh my god I almost did the other day, like, oh, I should, and I had to go. But uh, yeah, I saw that there's like a repress. I saw it. I was like, oh, that'd be fucking awesome to have. I couldn't tell if it was like a single or a double. I would, I would love like a double LP. I think it's certainly a, a, like a gatefold for sure. Oof. Okay, forget it. I'm going back. Thought, I'm gonna get it. I saw the end of an ear today. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. That's where that's where I was. Man. But yeah, man. So this was this was great, and um, it's great to listen to and and really do a deep dive on it because I mean. Like I said, creep and waterfalls have been a part of my life for you know almost thirty years. So, yeah, yeah, you know, there there is a track on another album that came out a few years later that sounds like the title of a of a TLC uh, track, and it's called "Get Up on It Like This." You could imagine TLC having a track called that, but it's actually from uh, 
a Chemical Brothers album called Dig Your Own Hole that was released in 1997. Welcome back to the podcast, The Chemical Brothers. Welcome back, Cambros. bringing them back i was very excited yeah so so for some history here on the show and all that jake's a big fan uh uh seemingly uh uh third episode i guess um That's third like album episode yeah second episode yeah uh, I, yeah we were still hanging out in my living room that's why the audio is bad uh i i uh, yeah one of the one of the first episodes we did on the show i recommended surrender by recommended i gave jake the homework of surrender by chemical brothers and you you enjoyed it a great deal right oh i i i, I took you that one very much so yeah. um and so now like boy episodes and episodes later uh, i was like let's let's return to chemical brothers and let's do chemical brothers second album center boys the third uh let's do their second album dig your own hole and this one kind of blew them up into the uh stratosphere this one was a big old hit, and it is uh, it's like this big beat psychedelic kind of album, and it kind of defined their sound for the next up until now. Uh, their album before this was uh, Exit Planet Dust, and it was it was a little bit it was a, a decidedly dancier, a little little crustier in like the, the the production. They didn't quite have the technology, but this one like this one put them on the map as in as uh just next level producers and they, they started creating these insane sounds. And this one has this in, insane bass sound, this insane, these insane beats that are gigantic. Um, the album opens with this beautiful intro. Uh, it's just wow, um, And it, and then you just slowly hear this bass line pulling and we just hear block rock on beats. And then from there we're on an adventure. Jake, what did you think of Dig Your Own Hole? Oh, this is wonderful. Um, yeah? This is my second experience really listening to uh, the Chemical Brothers. Um, and so normally, you know, if I really like an album or an artist, I can, I, I can, I can you know, I'm always, I always tend to find like a harder time getting into their previous work or subsequent work um, um, not not the case that's on this one um, it was 
you, you mentioned you mentioned it's their jilted generation, and I totally understood. Um, it's there are differences and there are similarities to Surrender, um, but mm-hmm. it just, but this one I feels a little bit more raw. Um, the drums are a little bit more in your face. Yes, uh, I feel like a lot more sampling on this one um, than Surrender. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Surrender is more. Uh, instrument driven, maybe uh, synth driven. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, that being said, I I thought this was a really really fulfilling and enjoyable listen. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, this this one came out in in um in 1997, and it we're gonna have to talk about 90, 1997 in a minute. Uh, but uh, th- this this sleek ass like design of the album cover this this like very cool kind of sleek production style this kind of trip that it takes you on this beautiful um uh uh sequencing of the album it goes from like this big beat to funk to techno to like almost folk tronica to psychedelic um like large noises and like like to the point where like how are they making that noise these large like Wow, noises and like, and then they'll just take one note and like stretch it out until it goes, and it creates another beat. And it's it's so, it's so beautiful to me. Like, there's a lot of songs that connect and overlap. Like the album, like you know, fades, the tracks fade into each other. I remember like falling in love with the intro to this album, the intro to Block Rock and Beats, and I remember have friends over and I would like, oh, do you want to hear something cool? And I had a cool stereo at the time. I would turn it way up, or turn all the lights out. I'm like, and I would just start with block organ beats, and like it's like, because it's such a cool way to start something. But it's all, it's all. But the album also uh, ends in a cool way. It, it, it was the first time that I think I put it into my head of like, oh, you have to have a, a big ass closer. The last track is like nine minutes and twenty two seconds. Perfect psychedelic reel. Is that my remember right? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, th- I think it's the longest one on longest song on the album. Well, there you go. This one, uh, th- the songs are they're not terribly long, which uh, which which I found interesting from from an electronic band. I know a lot. I know a lot of uh, a, a lot of our electronic artists have their songs are orchestral and there's movements, and that's why, hence the you know, oftentimes you know, long run times. But I didn't feel the length on this one. Like I didn't, okay. I, I thought the songs, that just might be a testament to the Chemical Brothers. Um, I didn't, I, I mean, I could totally be incorrect and they could all be eight minute songs, but I, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I know, I like that. I, I think that, yeah, they, they get, they were still, they're, they're frugal with their song, their, you know, track lengths and all that. Because they want to, they want this to be a cohesive album and they want to get bored. Because, uh, you know, if you get bored with a certain song, and some of them are quite repetitive and like, um, one of my favorite tracks on the album is called It Doesn't Matter. And it just starts with It Doesn't Matter. It keeps doing that over and over again. But then if you just give it, give it a second, it just tr- tr- turns into this churning like locomotive of awesome techno. It's, it's fucking awesome. I love it so much. Um, and they have, there's a lot of cool funk in here. And like the bass, the bass is so heavy and like high in the mix. Oh man, I love it so much. And there's such a vibe to this album. It's like a very sleek, cool, chemically, like, um, however synthetic, kind of like silver, chromey vibe to it. And I, I, I dig it so much. 
Almost like you say this album is crazy sexy cool. You might say it's crazy sexy cool. <laughs> no, I you, I, I. you could say that. I I completely uh completely agree. I I I actually got to listen to this. Um, so I'm working, you know, working remotely. Um, and so um, in days my fiance's uh, home, you know, I'll say, oh, hey, like, you know, watch your shows and I'll put on my headphones and just like listen to music. And so I got to listen to this one with a really nice pair of headphones. And man, you're not lying about that intro to Block Rocking Beats. It is yeah. quite something. It was, I just, I, I actually rewound so I could listen to it again. <laughs> wow. Um, any other tracks hit you? Uh, oh yeah, Big Daddy. Um, oh, I love this. Uh, so Dig Your Own Hole, the second track. Sure. Uh, I found the album got more and more psychedelic as it went on. Correct. And it was really, really funny because I'm like listening to him going through and I get to Setting Sun. Okay. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this is, this is it. Like this reminds me of Let Forever Be, which is my favorite track off Surrender. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen to it. The drums are super psychedelic. It's like a, you know, it's like a 60s, you know, jam. And all of a sudden I hear a very familiar voice. It's sure. Noel, Noel Gallagher from Oasis. That's correct. He also sang on Left for Everybody. And I was just like, oh man, this is. So I, I would really love to learn, you know, because the Chemical Brothers are from Manchester. And. Have, have I have I shared that I think Manchester is my favorite music city ever? I think you have before, but let's say it again. We'll get like, more clicks. Honestly, I'm not. I mean, the clicks are clicks are great, and listeners are great. Thank you so much for listening. But like, not even trying to butter <laughs> anyone up. Like, what a fantastic music city! Um, and I just want I would love to learn the the relationship to that. Like, did they go to each other's early shows? What was that like? Because uh, I, I think that's really, really interesting that Oasis, a band famously, that famously prides itself on being like rock and roll, you know, participates in these electronic uh, performances and even had them um, at, at, the, at the Nebworth show. Uh, really, really cool. But let's see. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The aforementioned, it doesn't matter. Um, don't Stop the Rock. And then, of course, the, the private psychedelic reel. I don't think we ever heard anything like that on the show before. It was, it was quite stunning. Um, even though it's the longest one on, on, on the album, like nine minutes, it didn't feel that way. Uh, yeah. I thought I found it very interesting um, and intriguing. Uh, so, it, it, especially with a nice pair of headphones on. Um, yeah. But honestly, I think my favorite song on this album is Where Do I Begin? Yes. Okay. Beth Horton. Beth Horton, yeah. Which it's, uh, I, I was kind of reading about her, and it looks like she um, collab- has collaborated with some familiar names. Um, I know she has, yeah. On this show, particularly William Orbit. Yep, of course. Uh, the producer of Ray of Light by Banana. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, 
I really like I like the Chemical Brothers when they're when they're on the when which I'm assuming they're on the keys and they're they're creating their sounds or or they're you know like I and I I, I heard a lot of that with this song and I think it's why I like connected to it or was was drawn to it so much. It, it, am I wrong there or are they are they they, they are creating these sounds uh, however they do it. Um, and, and there's always at least one or two uh, tracks per album. And, they're, and they're, they're, they're like a very interesting case of like an album-based uh, electronic group. Like they don't put out a lot of singles like in between albums necessarily. Uh, they're not like just, okay, here's our next single for you know every two months or whatever. They like putting albums out. And every every one will have one or one or two or three, um, kind of lovely folky tunes, uh, which you'll you'll hear in Surrender, you know. Um, and I think I want a full album of their folktronica, if you want to call it that, because yeah. I, I think it's lovely because they're really good at melodies and they're really good at producing this stuff and recording it. Yeah, this Beth Orton tune is, is so gorgeous. I think it's lovely. Um, and, it, and of course, it, it evolves into this, you know, beautiful, like psychedelic, you know, big beat craziness. But um, it's so cool. It's so cool. So I, I, I think that's what that's when that's when the chems, the chems, <laughs> as we call them, Tom and Ed. That's when Tom and Ed are their at their best. I think when they're when they're making something um, heartfelt and kind of just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're, they're psychedelic uh, electronic stuff got them a lot of attention and I think the attention of Oasis they're kind of almost sh like a shoegazy like wall of sound stuff yeah uh, oh. got, got got the attention of like you know Oasis and Mercury Rev you know members and stuff like that to then collaborate with them enough where like yeah the Gallagher's will collaborate with you and they'll put something out because Setting Sun is one of the heavier tunes on this album it's very dense and like yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. We're like, oh, by the way, your here's the track. And your vocals will be buried in this. Like, it's not a uh, you know vocal heavy spotlight on the vocalist kind of tune. It is it is a Kevin Brothers tune, and you're just there along for the ride. Man, Oasis dropped their first album the same year as Crazy Sexy Cool, 1994. That is crazy. What a year! You know who, you know who else did? Um, <laughs> well, well. Um, the music for the Judge Generation came out in '94. Wow. Um, Dummy by Portishead came out in '94. No. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Portishead producing TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. Oh man. That that's the album I want to hear, man. That... Like just go full sultry and and like dark with it. Red light special. It's like pops of the like vinyl on, you know, samples and oh my god, come on! You know, like we talked about how how we when we do our when we do our inaugural uh, Sip and Mimos vinyl set, how we're gonna like mash up <laughs> Aretha Franklin yeah. and Pantera's uh, Walk and Respect. Um, mm -hmm. Man, like like the way <laughs> like Danger Mouse did like the Gray album. Yes, like that would be something to do like have like Portishead produce something with like the vocals on 
like crazy sexy cool i think that would be like re- rematch i think that would be amazing uh, while i was listening to crazy sexy cool um i was like man I, I i need some of these vocals so i can put them over some drum and bass beats man that uh, again uh, about the year that dick and roll hole came out in 1997 so in 1997 it was a wild ass year for electronic music this is what you know I've, I've referred to in the past as like the late 90s boom of like electronic music come to daddy the the apex twin ep that we did for uh, that halloween special with, with terrifying with, uh everything yeah. <laughs> with you made me watch yeah. that damn music video and yeah 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 haunted me <laughs> yeah it's scary as shit um fat of the land came out by the prodigy homework by daft punk came out that's insane to me. I can't believe that Better Living Through is it Better Living Through Chemistry? The Fat Boy Slim. Oh man, I totally dropped. I, th- I think Better Living Through Chemistry came out in '96 or '95. Yes, like, and that is insane to me. I didn't realize that. Like, I would have that, that that one came that one predated, but it wasn't homework from like it was comprised of singles that came that were from the early. Daffong's homework was comprised of a lot of singles that they had done before, yes. yes. Okay. Um, but also when it came out in 97, Vegas by Crystal Meth. Same oh. year same year as Fat of the Land, Come Out of Daddy, uh, Homework, and Dig Your Own Hole. Man. This is a big ass year. You know what, you know what else came out? Natalie and Brilliant. Oh. Huh? <laughs> well, I was going to say OK Computer by Radiohead. It was, just, it was just a big year for awesome music, man. I think, man, I don't know. Was 97 our peak as a culture? <laughs> I don't even know. That, that is quite so. And I, I think that might be the most featured year on our show um, from the uh, fr- from, from your featured albums. Well, you can tell what years I was deeply, you know, focused and buying a lot of records. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Have you seen those? Uh, have you seen those memes where it's like, uh, and, it, and it's a father and son sitting in their car. It says, "Son, Dad, why is my sister's name Rose?" And then the dad says, "Oh, because your mom wanted to name." <laughs> wait, wait, wow! <laughs> because your mom wanted to name you after something she loves, and the yeah. son says, "Oh, okay, I love you, Dad." And then it says, "Dad, I love you too." Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. <laughs> <laughs> for you, would be like, I love you too, 1997 electronic album. <laughs> that's my daughter's middle name. That's your daughter. Famously, that's your daughter's middle name. <laughs> yeah, 1997 electronic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> listening to these back to back, I think they really went well together. Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, it was really cool to, to revisit the Chemical Brothers. Absolutely adored Surrender. Um, yeah. And I, I think, I think Surrender is still my baby. Um, sure. But sure, sure, sure. Digger and Hole will, will probably be in my year end top 10 for sure. Are, are you going to give it another re listen? Are you going to, would you buy the vinyl if you saw it in the wild? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, this was a treat. Um, you said listen to it in your car, and I did. Uh, yeah. And there are some some bangers. Uh, man, I can't get over the fact that so many great albums came out in in '97. Um, Isn't it wild? But no, this was this was a real treat, and uh, it, it was great to revisit revisit this group for sure. 
Awesome. All right. So, uh, so for next time, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna build on this uh, 1997 phenomena and gift you an album from that glorious year. Okay. So I mentioned earlier, uh, I was gonna buy Crazy Sexy Cool. I ended up finding a, a record that I've never actually seen in the wild um, by this band. Um, they're one of my favorite pop punk bands um, oh. from the nineties and they, you know, still make music. And uh, I've want, been wanting to talk about them um, for a while. Cause I think they're an interesting group and they can really write a very catchy song. Okay. Uh, so catchy. Okay. So, for, so for next time we're going to be talking about Ixnay on the Ombre by the band The Offspring from the year <laughs> 1997. Ixnay on the Ombre. I'm tangentially familiar with The Offspring. Which tracks are on that one? Uh, keep an eye out for Gone Away. That's a, it's, a, it's, an, it's a ballad. It's an Offspring ballad, um, okay. but it's pretty awesome. Uh, and check out All I Want. Those are, those are pretty hot. Okay. Offspring. First time on the show? I'm going to do a first time too because I, I just did two repeats in a row. Uh, so you're just going pop, catchy pop, pop, poppy. Uh, I'm going to go, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's time to give you a punishing one. <laughs> in the realm of electronica, there's a lot of different subgenres. Uh, uh, electronica is my umbrella term for all that, all of the electronic music. You know, there's, there's, ambient there's you know there's trance there's house there's techno there's drama bass there's there's you know uh and all the in-betweens there's um there's all usually figured by figured out by tempos and all this and then in the realm of techno which is usually about 120 130 bpms there is a um genre of like hard techno and then there's a uh and beyond that there is a genre of maximal and minimal techno and uh i'm gonna have you listen to a pioneer of minimal techno named richie houghton richie houghton richie houghton h-a-w-t-i-n and he put out a mix album of sorts a compilation album you might call it called dex efx and 909 so this is a this is a performance by him with two turntables an effects machine and a Roland 909. Ooh, I'm excited. I never had to do this before. Okay, this is some under, this is like some like like kind of underground shit. <clears throat> we're going we're going full techno. Have we have we heard anything like this before? We have not. Oh man. This has been on my list for a while and I've been like hesitant to suggest it because I'm like, oh, he's not going to like that. But like this might after two after two, after two albums that you like i feel i feel like it's my duty to like make you go into the deep end a little bit <laughs> dex efx 909 1999 about an hour long correct okay cool i just want to make sure i got the right one you're meant to listen to it in one sitting ideally this is okay that we're, we're breaking some rules but you've been breaking rules left and right with your depeche mode and tlc so I'm going to break its rule because this is not, 
this is uh, an album, but it's not quite an album because it's there. It features songs from other people, but he's mixing them on top of his own, his own stuff. Okay. And, we'll, but, and I can't wait to talk to you about how that all works. Awesome. So we're going to get into like the idea of DJing next time. Okay. So if you could um, compare this to any of our, um, any of our previous uh, albums or artists, who would, who would it most closely resemble? It's a fun question to ask. I, w- I would have to say it's clo- it's closer to Orbital and Underworld than anything else, only because it's um, they are closer to techno than any other albums we've discussed. This is techno. Techno is often used as an umbrella term for electronic music. At least it was back in my day. This is techno, the genre. This is uh, Canada, Detroit techno. This is some crazy ass, crazy ass minimal kind of a dark warehouse, single strobe light techno. I'm throwing you into the deep end of DJ mixes because I want to do some more DJ mixes in the future. Yeah. I, and this is, this is a DJ, this is a compilation album. I really like listening, you know, listening to uh, a live, um, a live 97, the Daft Punk album we listened to, the live one. Uh huh. Um, maybe that maybe that was good homework. Um, nice. Just, <laughs> thank you. That was a sip of Mimo's joke. No, that's um, good. Thank you. Um, so listen, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to push myself. Very cool. I'm I'm excited. Um, we you mentioned you mentioned the mode, and I, I'm I'm grateful for that because I wanted to mention. Oh. Uh, we have had a passing of of a of an electronic music titan. Um, Mr. Andrew Fletcher, founding member of Depeche Mode, yeah. um, passed away. Um, yeah, um, May uh, May twenty sixth of this year, two thousand twenty two. Can't say how much of a treat it was to listen to Violator and to discuss with you. And I know yeah. you were playing um, was a very big part of that album. So, um, any fans, friends, fan members, anyone. Uh, any fans of, of Depeche Mode, um, please accept our condolences and uh, know that listening to his album was truly, well, listening to any Depeche Mode album um, it was truly a treat. And uh, rest in peace, Andy Fletcher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, all right. So we got our home, we got our, our work cut out for us. We're, it sounds like, it sounds like I'm gonna have to turn my brain on. And listen to Richie Hawkins, and you just kind of have to pour like yourself a lone star and just like vibe out to the offspring. <laughs> I'm gonna vibe out, you gotta like concentrate. Yeah. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> Sounds you, good. You, oh, you're you're allowed to turn off too to this. You just let it vibe, let it vibe, let it vibe. Let it just wash yeah. over me. Let it wash over you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, All right. Well, Elliot. Thank you so much for bringing the Chemical Brothers back on my radar. I hope yeah, you enjoyed TLC. I love TLC. So, oh, and I didn't get to mention, TLC followed up Crazy Sexy Cool with fan mail, which had no scrubs on it. Um, right. So the, the like vocal group of the 90s, like you can hear them in Spice Girls and Destiny's Child. Like they're everything so it was such a such a blast listening to that in in no scrubs they call out busta and he's on 
Crazy Sexy Cool. I wonder what happened there. Hmm. So much drama appears to be behind the TLC thing, which I'm very curious about. I know. Ah, but my guys don't have drama. My guys don't have drama. They're all robots. I know. (laughs) Well, as always, thank you so much for uh, listening to Sip and Mimos. Uh, Wherever you do do listen, thank you for finding us. And um, we really would appreciate a a rate and comment um, if you're into that. If you'd like to drop us a line or recommend uh, some really uh, uh, underground electronica or or rock and roll, send us an email at sippingmimospod at gmail.com. Well remembered. Thank you. I had follow, fo- follow us on Instagram. Uh, that's an easier way to get at, get at us. And, and, um, and uh, uh, tell your friends and all the other things podcasts usually tell you to do. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, and um, hope you enjoyed. Uh, hope you do. If if you listen to it afterwards, enjoy TLC and Chemical. Yeah. What? what yeah. Should... Yeah, uh, and I think above all, Jake, we would just like to ask our uh, our listeners to uh, always stay sipping. stay sipping. <laughs> I'll catch you dude, next time, dude. We nailed that <laughs> in unison. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>